0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Morgan, Gannon Popped Offs of Warcraft Lore Podcast. I'm your host James Graham, and today I'm joined by Mazerel and Warren. How
1: are we doing today, guys? I'm doing great. I love love our topic for today, so I'm excited to get into that.
2: Yeah. Hey everyone, uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, I'm really really excited for what we're talking about too.
0: Yeah, so before we get into the topic at hand, um, for anybody who doesn't know, at Organon, every week we talk about a topic, faction, event, or place uh, from the Warcraft universe, and we'll give you a brief do- rundown of the uh, the history of the zone, and then talk into uh, you know, what we thought of the uh, what we thought of the the certain topic, what we thought of the event, what we thought of the person. You know, you get a lot of uh, personally fueled takes on the on the subject. Uh, before we jump into things, uh, can we get someone to tell us where they can find us and stay up to date with us?
1: Yeah, you can always find us on our Twitter for popped underscore off, or of course the website poppedoff.com, and it might just be Google skewing my results, but if you can always just Google Norgann and you'll probably come see us.
0: Perfect. Yeah, and uh, hit all your friends up about the show and get them to hit us with that five-star review as well. But with that being said, we are going to get into today's topic, which is the history of Red Ridge Mountains and all the stories that take place within that zone. So Red Ridge was originally contained. It originally contained the burning steeps as well. um, And that area was basically migrated and sectioned off from the rest of the, the Red Ridge Mountains after the uh, the raising of Ragnaros by the Dark Orons. Uh, yeah, following the Dark Irons, you know, giant war with the uh, the War of the Three Hammers. Um, so after that, Southern Red Ridge was basically where Stormwind humans kind of took refuge. They, uh, they settled out and stuff like that, despite the fact there was a giant mountain filled with ash. It was, you know, like, Red Ridge doesn't really have, the, like, the, the best scenery, because just to the north is just fire and black, and it's not, it's, you know, it's a, it's really, it's a really mean place. But, they still settled down there. This eventually bite, bit them in the ass, because the Horde from the First War took them out, took over Red Ridge Mountains. Um, eventually... So, uh, Stormwind, as you know, the second war kind of happened, we're able to take back over the Red Ridge mountains, take back over Lakeshire, Stonewatch, all that good stuff. Um, but that didn't last too long because the, the, the new horde, I guess at that point, the dark horde, which was led by, uh, Nefarian, Ren Blackhand, that iteration that I'm sure all of us are aware of started pushing back in from the burning steeps into Red Ridge. They didn't make it all the way into Lakeshire. They screwed with the bridge, they took over Stonewatch. Uh, they allied with some gnolls and a, a pissed-off human. And that's kind of been the thematic for, until in the Cataclysm. We have seen some kind of changing in the guard as far as uh, um, influential characters that are on the, the bad side of things. Um, instead of uh, Morganeth Mor- yeah, now, you have uh, Grandmaster Doan. Um, but you still have Yowler. You still have uh, the, the orcs that are present in uh, Stonewatch. Um, and you got introduced to some new characters like Bravo Company and all that good stuff. But the main antagonist of the area didn't really change throughout uh, Vanilla going into Cataclysm. We kind of kept the same thematic. Um, the nice part also was too is the bridge was eventually re- finished being repaired as well, which is great. Um, but yeah, Redridge itself um, doesn't have a whole lot of history behind it besides the fact it's been kind of kind of warred over uh, over the years. Between the horde in many iterations and the Storm and Humans. Um, we do have some other uh smaller factions that play with the with the gnolls and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's uh it's your pretty standard, in my opinion, Warcraft leveling zone. But it does tell some fun stories in there. So we're going to get right into that. We're going to talk about the, the the storytelling of of the area. So it starts out, you're kind of dealing with some pissed off gnolls. You're dealing with the local wildlife, the murlocs. You know, stuff that you're very accustomed to dealing with in the Warcraft universe. This, none of this is really shocking. Then it kind of gets the hint that, you know, there's a bit of a bigger plot. There's some bigger figures kind of pulling the string, strings behind. Not so much the murlocs, but definitely the gnolls. Um, and you start investigating that, right? You start investigating what's going on with them, what's going on with the orcs, who's leading the orcs, all that good stuff. And you get eventually introduced to a blatant rip-off of a pop culture character. Maze, I know Keyshan is near and dear to your heart, so I'm going to let you kind of explain the, the tale of Bravo Company, because I know, I, I, well, maybe not the
1: entirety of Bravo Company you're a big fan of, but I know you're a huge fan of Keyshan. Yeah, they're... They are not subtle. Keishin is a, he is the veteran of the first, the second, pretty much any, any combat that has a human in it. You can be, a, you can be assured that Keishin is a veteran of it. Uh, I, I think at one number, they have him like over 200 tours in the combat or whatever. He is very, very much Rambo and they're not subtle about it at all. Uh, what, what I like about him a lot is that he's a character that kind of keeps recurring. So for Red Ridge Mountains, you, uh, you kind of hear about him. he's he's an old uh, he, he was captured by the orcs, held as a prisoner. I want to say six months, I feel like that's wrong. E- either way, he's uh. you you find him in a illegal fight club underneath a bar. and in talking with him, he doesn't really want to help you out too much until you go you not reunite him with Bravo company who are all spread across different encampments. and it's a cool little quest of going out. And gathering a small party it it was a lot of fun to do in the game story-wise it was just a lot of fun i really enjoyed like a lot of the back and forth with bravo company their banter and things like that just it it felt good to play um you see a lot more kishan in the future as well you see him come up in warlords you see him in bfa uh i'm hoping not to see him in shadowlands that would say bad things um but yeah, I think we can get to the rest of Bravo Company a little later in the episode. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Warren, I understand that this is your only iteration of Redridge that you've ever experienced. You never, you didn't do the 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 vanilla questing experience in Redridge, which is drastically different, in my opinion. It still had the same story elements, but just the way you had to go about them was not the same at all. So, uh, what was your like? What was your overall impression of this? I mean, I know you're a younger guy, so I don't know if Rambo is in your repertoire of movies, but <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, what'd you think that of it? Young
2: God, <laughs>
0: Just... you're you're a zoomer by definition, man. So like, I mean, it's... I guess. <laughs> I, know, I know you don't like wearing that title very much, uh, but yeah, it hurts my
2: soul. But yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of sad that I never got to experience like what vanilla was like, um, vanilla Red Ridge. It seems like it could have been interesting. Um, I like never knew that the burning steps were part of that area. So to me, it like kind of just looked like the small little mini place. So I never really leveled there until well now, actually. <laughs> so I actually like resubbed really recently just so I could like play through it and experience what it's like. And I really, really like the zone. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's very rare. Yeah, it, yeah. which I, I have had the uh, opportunity to see at least, um, although I was very young. So, okay. There's that, yeah. but um, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Like I could always just watch it again. I won't, but I can <laughs> <laughs> But playing through this it, it very much felt like I was essentially like watching the movie unfold and I was like, okay, yeah, I see what they were doing with this. Like I actually had to Google it because I wasn't sure. I was like, wait, this makes me think of and then I like saw the comments and I was like, ah they were not hiding it <laughs> I thought I was like slightly clever for like realizing what they were doing and then I was like well, I mean, it was blatant. They essentially like hit you over the head with it. So,
0: yeah, and they don't—they don't stop, right? That's the other thing too. Is they it just, just they, keeps going. It keeps <laughs> going. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Right. So, and yeah, just I guess for clarification, the the, the War of the Three Hammers happened long before uh, Vanilla. So, um, yeah, Burning Steeps was unfortunately always
2: there. It would have been cool to kind of see this. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Damn Burning Steeps.
2: Yeah. That kind of sucks. I thought that would be like one of the big. I always assumed that it happened like during the cataclysm, and then they like changed the entire. That would have been so cool. Yeah, it, it would is... have.
1: But it was actually created by Ragnaros popping out the top of Black Rock Mountain. Yep. Very similar to, uh, to Thor. It's, yeah. All of Thor. It,
0: it turning mean, that it does into bring a
2: new uh, definition to pop Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like basically, you know, the Dark Irons doing their doing their thing, summoning Ragnaros, all that good stuff. That's what kind of altered that. Northern part, um, uh, Burning Steeps is like a big part of where the first war happens as well. So I mean, um, that's why you have this inter- this interaction. With so the,
2: around the whole- where does vanilla start? Because uh, like years. I always assumed that it yeah. was like right before like Warcraft three. Like you know, I thought that you was, you essentially start where the RTS games also kind of like began slash ended like right in the middle. Did it happen like no, long it ends after right...
0: that? No, it's uh four years I think after Frozen Throne. I think that's that's where vanilla starts from that point. So you do oh. have like yeah. Holy yeah. shit,
2: so much has happened on Azeroth. These people can't catch a break, can they?
0: No, man. Like that's that's Azeroth constantly sucks. <laughs> like it's 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 a bad time.
1: Yeah, I think we're entering our tenth year in yeah. lore it's in lore, going to yeah, the Shadowlands. In lore. Yeah. So you had four years of relative peace. well, you can call it peace, where the orcs were in the internment camps. Don't try to do the math on how old Thrall actually is, It's it'll just hurt only, I think we're just about to hit year number 10.
2: And I thought the real life decade was rough. I mean.
1: Yeah. Okay yeah, then.
0: Yeah, yeah, think, think about what they've crammed in that, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, we have all that shit happening. Just like I mean, not only with Red Ridge itself, but just north of the zone as well, right? I mean, Burning Steeps is a is a shit show otherwise, and it's actually pretty. Yeah. Uh, pr- as far as like s- storylines go, it's pretty dry besides the the first war. Um, so with Red Ridge, you 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 know you kind of get all this, you get your first big bad of the zone with Yowler. Like I mean, you I think in the current questing experience you can do it like you're solo no no problem but it used to be a big deal like trying to go hunt down yowler used to be a bitch like it was hard so you get yowler you deal with hogger
1: gets all the blame like all the fame but yowler was yeah
0: yeah yeah, yowler was just as bad man like yeah i never understood why hogger kind of got amped up to this like you know raid boss tier character and Yowler was just like, yeah, you're like the, you're the, the B list of, of I would forms. say it's
1: because like Yowler was harder because you, know, you had more skills, a little bit more survivability, but you had far less people with you. Cause by that time you had to grind through Westfall, you had to get through some of Duskwood and like, I think that's around the time most people would start burning out and just go camp in the city. Yeah. True um, knows. whereas like Hogger always had a small army of level tens nearby if you're on a large enough realm.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. how popular was the zone like right before the like remake of everything in cataclysm
0: it was i i think it was definitely like uh well received um like i mean i definitely i never minded going there when i was leveling new characters um you did like for the leveling experience it it, it, like and this is really why we're not touching on the the classic storyline in this episode mainly because one it's pretty similar but two it was a very janky and disjointed experience because you never really got the story. You would kind of, like, lose track of it because in order to properly level as, a, like, a new character in vanilla-slash-classic, because it's the same goddamn experience, um, you had to jump back and forth between Darksh- or Duskwood, Westfall, and Redridge to stay leveling, like, constantly, right? So nobody minded going to it. Um, the big thing I want to kind of get into is is the micro dungeon of Stonewatch, right? Stonewatch was a really really cool idea because it was like its own little dungeon, but it wasn't cuz you didn't have to like zone into an instance and stuff like that, but there was elites everywhere, you needed to get a group together. Um and from my from my experience just playing through the story, even even in the current questing iteration where you can like like you know 1v9 solo everything with heirlooms and all that good stuff, these guys still seem like, like, they're, like, an imposing threat, you know what I mean? Like, the Orcs and Stonewatch Keep are, like, damn, like, those guys, like, they run shit in Red Ridge, right? So, and, like, if you don't kind of deal with them, like, it's going to be a problem, right? I think they did, I think the execution on that is pretty, pretty well done. I was happy with it. I was happy with Yowler. Like, I mean, uh, arguably, my biggest bone to pick with the zone is... Is Bravo Company just because of how much of a pop culture reference it is, right? It's like it's too
2: much. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it almost takes you out of like Oh, I'm playing a game and this is a reference, instead of like, oh, this quest is so fun. It's like, oh, this is I'm watching this happen now. Yeah,
0: exactly. I know I know Maze has got like a like a bone to pick with me over that, but I mean like
1: <laughs> Not necessarily. I think Especially, so if you're a brand new player, you're, you're probably going to go to Westfall first, because that's where the quest leads you, and then it leads you all the way to Red Ridge. And if you're brand new, you would be coming from Westfall, which is just hardcore, that CSI Miami reference that follows through it, but it, it kind of is diluted because the Defies Brotherhood is a, you're, you're dealing with a classic version of that, which is probably one of the strongest storylines, and into even classic Red Ridge, where we had a Katrana Press Store, Katrana? Katrina, Katrina, that. yes. Which, again, that, so I that was back in a day where the alliance was a little more gray. It had a little bit more of that like, we're not always the good guys. I, I really enjoyed those storylines. So it, it, it felt kind of good. But then when you're done with the CSI stuff, you go to Red Ridge and you're just like, oh, is this the whole game? And I can kind of see that. Whereas it just feels like one huge reference to something right after another one and I, I, I can definitely see why some people would be uh, would, would criticize something like that. It, it, they, it, it feels cheap, yeah. right? Like, it feels yeah. it, like it feels unoriginal. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, because, like, if you go down to Un'Goro, uh, I forget what it was like. I, I know Lincoln was in Un'Goro. That felt like just stumbling across something wonderful yeah. back in Classic. Um, and now for the post-cataclysm Un'Goro, you have that one quest of the knight in shining armor running around. And you're just like, oh, this is hilarious. Because it's just that one little smidge there. I think if they had ended Bravo Company, like it made sense with the zone. I can't think of any place where you don't have them because of how integral they are to the zone. But possibly reunite Bravo Company with Kishin and just have them, and then you go do your own thing. And then have them come back for the uh, for the dungeon that might have worked out. Because that was the thing. That, that mini dungeon in Classic was a nightmare. But in Cataclysm, still a nightmare. Even in full heirlooms, you're likely to die, but you do have Bravo Company there fighting with you, so you have your own little NPC party, which is kind of nice. I I think it might have been received a little bit better. If if they had broken it up a little bit, yeah,
0: I think I think giving you your own like NPC party for something that previously required you to recruit people in, because like I mean, I think we can all admit that the game has become less community based. You like I mean, especially with like realms not being merged and stuff like that, people can really like. I mean, it's great people can play with your friend like your friends. The problem is is like making friends is hard. It's hard now, right? Because you're not you don't <laughs> have that you don't have that forced interaction, right? So. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's definitely not bad. Um, it's it's just it's like for me, it's the one little low point, right? Um, as far as their as their story goes, it's I I don't know how to rewrite it to kind of make it better. Um, I like the idea of just kind of like yeah, like let them let them fade out for a little bit and then bring them back and kind of have the same thing they do, which is I mean, we we see the same theme for most of like Blackrock Orcs, like not the WAD iteration, but like the, the still on Azeroth iteration where they work with the dragon and black dragons and stuff like that. And like, you know, captured red dragons, all that good stuff. And that's, who's kind of pulling the strings. That's the, the new Morgananth of, or Morganath, whatever you want to call him. of the zone is Grandmaster, uh, Doan, who kind of takes over the, the tower, you know, he's calling the shots with the gnolls. is like, like, he's actually a dragon. He's a black dragon named dark blaze, not a super creative name for, cause I mean like, very emo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's I don't know if they were literally like, let's take like the cheese butter and j- or, like the cheese, like the cheese knife and just lay it on real thick for this whole zone. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, everything-
2: this was the 2000s, like cringy, edgy stuff was kind of the, uh, the norm back then. So. I mean, yeah. When did, when did Cataclysm come
0: out? That was 2000, uh, I want to say eight. I think it was around then. This yeah. Cause after
2: 2000? that, we do have, a after tank. that it was mop and then war. Yeah, it was, it was before 2010. So it had to be.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think, I think, I know Blizzard can do better when designing zones, because they've, they've already shown that they could do it. I think if they had a chance to go back and redo it, we might have seen, like, a different different story, just with the Bravo company. I think, I don't know if they, but they, I don't know, maybe they, yeah. they keep bringing, a, they keep bringing Keyshan everywhere, so who knows, maybe they're <laughs> super proud
2: of it, right? Well, I mean, yeah. to be honest, I really like the zone. Um, the zone,
0: the zone is great, yeah, I agree. And
2: it's like if it's completely isolated and you look at it just as is, like, I really like it. Um, Like I said, I never got the chance to level through it because obviously the, the uh, characters that I had, I always kind of went the same route with leveling for them for some reason. Um, So my experience with like the majority of the zones is like, I'd fly over somewhere and I'd be like, Oh, this looks pretty interesting. And then either I would do the quest or like explore around a bit and try to see what the hell's going on. And Red Ridge has never up until this point, like stuck out enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to do it now. But now that I was around there, like just seeing what was going on, it's like, it's kind of a brush of, of fresh, uh, what the hell, language is so difficult sometimes, a uh, breath of fresh air, uh, because it's so different to what we have, like everywhere now you know it's not like a a storyline that takes itself uber seriously because of the meme-like quality that it has um and just like the zone is really pretty it's like this just normal very very cliche like just fantasy sitting in a forest with like a castle on the hill kind of vibe and there's a lake and it's just like it's really really well done but like i immediately started thinking holy shit but if i did this the, like, path it was intended from, like, going right from, like, Elwyn Forest and then, you know, level up completely and then get here, it would have been too much. Like, I immediately realized that, but I can appreciate it for what it is. It's really nice right now.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think because you brought up, like, at the, when we were kind of, uh, in, like, the, the pre-episode chatting, you were, like, flying around, you are getting, like, you know, you are getting the idea of, like, what was going on in the zone. And we actually, we were actually discussing the geology of the setup and like why the lake was there and where it was being fed from and stuff like that right
2: i spent two hours just being (laughs) like just being like where's this waterfall Like, what is wrong with my eyes and why i cannot find the damn place that the water flows from (laughs) like it's like finding
1: something in Minecraft, like, you, you remove that block that's causing all the water, and you're like, where did the water go? Where is <laughs> yeah. it coming from? I was
2: like, is this a glitch? <laughs> is something wrong with my, like, game? And I was like, either I'm missing this and I'm really stupid, or there's a part in, like, the zone that I'm not seeing. So I, like, kept flying over and going from one end to the other. It was so bad.
1: What it actually is, you have to buy a separate book that will tell you where the water is. You, just, you wouldn't know that just. Point That's out. how they Sorry. fill out the lore, That's man. Harsh. They tell you where the water is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we agreed. We agreed it was like an un, It's like it's probably underground. Like it's probably yeah. It's probably, it so. probably a naturally occurring, being yeah. fed from the
1: mountains <laughs> to the north. Yeah. But no, so we haven't said it yet. But so Bravo Company, you, you fight through. You fight through this the mini dungeon of Shadow Watch Keep. I, I do wish Shadow Watch Stone Watch Stone Stone Watch. Thank you. I, I don't like, so they did kind of smooth it out. Used to be, you had to go like inside the keep and, uh. Fight your way up, to the
0: top, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then fight your way back down. And I kind of wish they had kept that. Uh, Cataclysm did a lot of that where it just like streamlined that Made a little a bit. Yard right? shorter, I yeah, guess. You, you don't have to go that, that, those five extra yards up some stairs, which is a little disappointing, but it, it works. And then you fight the mage who you find out is the dragon Darkblaze. And when you're done fighting it, he actually burns. just Goodbye, Bravo Company. Yeah, and then takes them, Keishan yeah. out into the lake where they both fall. And you assume they're both dead. I, I did spoil it saying you'll see Keishan later. But Bravo Company's <sighs> toasted. What's unique about Red Ridge is we actually get some lore after that. Uh, a lot of zones don't. So... And I don't know how much of this you know, James. I, I hope you don't mind me taking over. No, go go right ahead, on. man. Absolutely. So... During Battle for Azeroth, if you're a Horde character, you actually go to Redridge in your search for Saurfang. Um, you team up with a Dark Ranger. You go through and talk to humans. So you shapeshift into a little girl. And if you've been questing in Redridge since like the last year and a half-ish, and you're like, "What is this little girl?" Or if you have War Mode on, you're just like, "Oh, okay, I'm dead. That's uh, that's what it is. It's it's the War Campaign quest to find Saurfang and decide." If you're going to become a Sylvanas Loyalist or a Sourfang Loyalist. Because um, it takes you from the Three Corners straight to Lake Shire, out into the uh, the Wall Marsh. No. Swamp of Sorrows, that's the one. Yeah, Swamp of Sorrows. Yeah,
0: that's where he's hiding out.
1: But then in Shadowlands, we found out that there's even a little bit more. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it and spoil too much, but there is some Kyrian quest that when you're kind of figuring out uh, if that's where you want to go, you kind of take the role of a spirit healer for a little bit and you go into Red Ridge and this is where we found out that Red Ridge was actually afflicted and uh, by the original zombie plague of Wrath which was really cool to see. You get to play through a role of a farmer just coming back in for the, bringing in the crops seeing his wife, his kid, and then having to run out and try to defend against impossible zombie odds. And if you're playing as a spirit healer I'm, I'm going to let you guys just infer from that. Um, it's it's a great quest. I, I definitely am, I'm excited to play through it myself um, like on on the live servers and i I think it's really cool to get like to keep seeing zones build like this a little bit more and more and go back to them. So I, I really like how they did that. I don't like it in the context of the world PvP specifically the war campaign, but that's a wholly separate mechanical issue. lore wise i I really like that like going back and fleshing it out a little bit more it, it felt really good. And to me, it always kind of solidifies Red Ridge. I kind of hope we see Bravo Company in Shadowlands as well. I would lose it if we just see them in Maldraxxus and they're just like, hey, like they they could just, they don't even have to look like Bravo Company, just a small NPC going, can't wait to see John again. I would cry (laughs) because, yeah. (laughs) It it is
0: such a big thing too. And I think, uh, yeah, Red Ridge is one of the few isolated cases that you actually get some more world building with, uh like, lore-wise, you know what I mean? Like, you, you kind of revisit those places. Because, I mean, Blizzard's pretty guilty of this, and I don't think any of us are complaining. It's just, it's the way the game goes when you have expansions. You finish these zones, and then you move on to the next one, and occasionally you get sucked back in, but not often do you have to, like, go revisit places. Azeroth, Eastern Kingdoms, all that good stuff, most of them have been stuck in this, like, post, just post-Cataclysm state, for God knows how long, right? It's just the way the game is, and that's okay. Um, but yeah, Red Ridge, you get that bit of extra fleshing out, which is which is kind of sick. Um, the next thing I want to kind of talk about is um, basically the oh my God, what's the the the, uh, the biodome that is Red Ridge, like the 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 people who occupy it, right? So we got. We have, like, you know, your, you get your Stormwind, Lake Lakeshore, humans, whatever you want to call them. We have the Blackrock orcs from the, you know, the very splintered Dark Horde. Um, we got your usual Azeroth inhabitants, you know, murlocs, gnolls, all that good stuff. Um, and your general wildlife, boars, spiders. Uh, apparently raptors are somewhere in there, but I don't know. They're I think they're only specifically lore-related, but...
2: Do we oh, feel I was like about to say I haven't found any, and like <laughs> yeah. I said, I combed that place In down. In your two-hour
0: adventure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, is there anything that you guys think... Like, I, I have no bone to pick with any of those. I think that's a, it's a good, solid, like, human kind of zone. I don't think they really derive too far one way or another. Is there anything we, they think they could added? Like, I mean, the, the Defias don't really have any place here, um... Nothing from really Stranglethorn Vale makes sense. I I was thinking maybe maybe trolls could have like made their way up from like Stranglethorn, but I I don't think, in my opinion, that there really needs to be any other inhabitants other than the variety we get. Is, is there
1: is there any real bone to pick with that? For me, knowing knowing like the end product, I, I like it a lot. I think it is very well and self contained. If it was a more of a living, breathing world. I wouldn't mind seeing more of a Defias presence and that's that's just kind of throughout uh Stormwind so also down in the Duskwood they are a there's huge role when you're in Elwynn you're still there in Westfall and it doesn't always quite feel like you like I I know you deal with the Defias leadership in Westfall but like you you would think like
2: it doesn't just you, stop
1: Right, like, either it, d- it doesn't stop, like, somebody else might pick it up, or, like, you would just keep seeing, like, fringes of the Defias hmm. still working They haven't quite figured out what you just did in Westfall. Um, even if it's just, like, a small encampment with a small letter by it going, hey, we're out here um trying to, like, I could see the Defias trying maybe reaching out to the Black it's like, hey, your enemy's a Stormwind, too. Um And well, the Defias should be a, a, an episode on all of its own. It's, it's a great oh, story. Yeah
0: or even even done right like even like without knowing that he's a dragon right like i mean you could see them trying to like set something up with them too right like i mean it's not like uh the, the it's not uncommon for the defies to enlist Knowles either right so i mean go to the leadership and see you know before they get eventually eaten by a, you know a black dragon right like
1: i mean <laughs> like exactly like, so if if anybody remembers this is post catalog Modan, you have Knowles talking to Murlocs. that's kind of like an ambassador thing and I wouldn't mind seeing it kind of something like that. Just see like a defias or two out there. You could definitely see like a note where like, uh, a- approached by men in red mask. Maybe they can be used as a tool, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the tower where you find the mage. Cause like, I could definitely see that. It was like, okay, they're coming to me for help. I could use them. And then, cause that was another thing we never really talked about is like the red, the, the black dragons have played a huge role in Redridge. uh, Katrina Prestor this is back in classic before when before we found out she was the dragon Anexia had a incredibly powerful position amongst Stormwind nobility uh Varian Wrynn the king at the time was nowhere to be seen we didn't know that he was in Kalimdor being used as a uh gladiator so she was essentially ruling through Anduin and by doing so she was able to like give troop positions to the Blackrock Orcs and gave them a huge advantage in uh in red ridge like it's, it's it's been a sign of a lot of fights uh and yeah so i could definitely see like the black dragons trying to take more use of the device that would have been nice to have seen so they didn't just like end in westfall but i, yeah. I understand it from a gameplay perspective you might have started going okay is, device is just old, right? all like, that, like are they the big like am i going to get to the end and the defias was neltarion all along like <laughs> i could see that i'd play that game i'd
2: it's play ends <laughs> all the way down yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah warren is there any is there any other like anything supplemented i guess or removed i guess that you'd like to see from the zone or are you pretty happy with what we what we ended on
2: yeah i was um i quite like it like it's it's a smallish zone, so I feel like they populated it really, really well, all things considered. Like, you can literally see all the nice little pockets of where everything should be, and it just feels like it has a very um, Elder Scrolls-type feel to it, actually. Like, just really generic fantasy. I'm going to get so much flame for just saying that because people aren't going to listen fully. God. Um, like, I don't know if either of you have played Oblivion. But like they really like the idea of just this normal um, generic high fantasy setting where it's just elves and orcs and people kind of mixed in and, you know, like flowing hills and stuff like that's the kind of image that this place gives me. And the um, population that's in it like reflects that perfectly, perfectly like you just have these people minding their own business. And then there's like orcs in a corner trying to like take over. And it's just it's really well done. Like, I do agree with Jacob, though. Like, having some deaf-ass uh, de brotherhood would be cool, but I do understand why they didn't include them there.
0: Yeah, so I guess it kind of puts us into, like, the next the next topic, which is the terrain, right? Like, I mean, uh, I think we all agree this is a pretty, like, standard high fantasy kind of zone um, where, yeah, you have, like it, like, it doesn't feel out of place it doesn't feel like it's it, it shouldn't belong. Like I mean, it's it, I think it's pretty massively laid out, and the the, the Cataclysm revamp too uh, created this area where you can actually like bypass like a lot of it like through these like kind of mountain passes, which I thought was pretty dope. So you don't actually have to like go into Red Ridge, deal with all the shit that's going on there. You can just kind of bypass it on like on the on the east side. You get these nice little like trader camps too, like. And then yeah, you have Stonewatch this overlooking keep of this huge valley. You have Lakeshire, which is a very picturesque town. Um I actually saw some great art out of a guy named Dream Re- Dreamweaver on Reddit like who does these like early kind of zones and like the like what players look like like interacting in them. And it really like I mean like for me that like solidified. I'm like, man, this is like a really great Warcraft zone. Like this is this is like if I'm thinking humans in Warcraft, this is it. Like Lakeshire is like primo right and you get like some nice little like uh like farms and stuff like that to the next of it 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 feels really well done like it feels like somebody like there was some planning done with like laying this stuff out and it doesn't feel out of place it feels like right where it's supposed to be
1: yeah i I agree i would say if i were going to pull from any other game more than even skyrim i would say white orchard from witcher 3 oh
2: yes like, but I know James didn't play the Witcher. So I, I didn't play the Witcher, really yeah. Bad, dear Lord. But I'm yeah, sorry, I'm you, you failed. <laughs>
0: I know, it's, um, a, it's on my list, it's on my list. But go ahead, continue.
1: Uh, if I were going to redo the zone with any other kind of reference to pull from rather than Rambo, I probably would have done Witcher 3. You could have you could have had some scattering to the orcs still there, but like just, like just you walk into the zone for three corners and then you're attacked by a dragon. That'd be pretty rad. You have to, like the rest of the quest is building up to hunt out and fight the dragon in Stonewatch. I think that would have been a really awesome quest line. If if I was going to redo it today, I'd probably go for something like that kind of vibe. Because the zone just plays to it so well. There's pockets where you could definitely have a fight with it as you're tracking it out through the zone. Um, you could still do a Bravo Company-esque theme in a dragon hunting party and still kind of hit the same kind of vibes. Um, I, I think a zone works great for the story especially if you were following from classic and you remember those quests but if a brand new player coming in I, I think that's what i would go for
0: yeah i, yeah. I agree like it's like the zone is that de- like i mean we can kind of agree this is one of like the more smaller zones but it's like it it, it doesn't feel small you know what i mean it doesn't but, feel... yeah
2: no it's like it's really well placed like going into Stonewatch and just seeing all like the skeletons there and just it was so cool. Like, I, I think, like, the reason both me and Jacob, like, bring up single-player games into it is, like, it feels like the perfect starter area to, like, your little journey. And it's just, it's so well done that you just feel at home. Like, you're not taken out of um, your immersion at all. Because, like you said, it's, it's literally, like, the perfect stormwind-type area it's just like immediately what you think of when you think humans it's like it's it's really well done
1: well and on top of that so when you look at the zone like if, when you know our, where all the quests are it's, it's just one pretty seamless loop like a big figure eight if you will um where and that's the third zone so for like Elwyn, you go all the way out to east vale and you have to go all the way back yeah, like that run was so long they ended up putting another flight path there um And after Elwyn, you go to Westfall, which so much of Westfall, especially if you don't have the heirloom bike, it's just you pressing R and reading a book while <laughs> you just eventually get to your destination. But yeah, for Redridge, like, it's... Yeah. Red, Red Ridge is like the closest... I, I would feel it's probably one of the closest zones that feel like a modern-day zone, where it, 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 yeah. they hit all the verticality just right. Like, it doesn't feel hard to get around without flight. It's a little easier with it. But it's all laid out in such a way that you're like and this makes sense it feels good and it feels larger than it actually is because of just how they laid everything out they really maximized the space in a way that you don't see until like later expansions
0: yeah and i think they really masterfully used like water obstructions and like like you said verticality to to make the zone feel a lot bigger than it is right um, cuz like as a as a lobby like even like even if you do have the bike you're still like you still got to skirt around the stonewatch to kind of like they kind of navigate it like when you're first getting in there, right? So uh yeah, like I I don't think like you can really put like a better way of saying it that like this is almost like a like a, a modern zone, right? Like there's that much it feels like there's that much thought behind it and there's that much like trial and error that they've like kind of flushed it out. Like they did they did a really really good job with it. Um and because of that, I kind of want to get into, like, the locations of the zone, too. Like, I mean, we we have talked Stonewatch to death. Like, I think we all agree that Stonewatch is, like, a great little, like, its own little isolated area. It's pretty sick. Um, we have the, like, the Tower of Il- Il- Ilganar, um as well, which, again, was a pain in the ass to get there. Um, you know, you're either fighting your way through everything in, cla- in Cataclysm, or you had to assemble a party to get there in class. Like, either way. Um, and then we got, like, you know, Render's Camp the Red Ridge uh, Caves, all that stuff. Like, I mean, I don't think there's, like, an area that they, like, like they, they put in that you need to go for, like, X-Quest or Y-Quest. Um, we also have the Lumber Mill as well that feel like they shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like, it all yeah. feels very... Like, it all just feels very, Connected. like, real. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, right? So, I, uh... Yeah, like, I can't even... I don't know what to add. You know what I mean? Like, there's... It's I think they'll, they they prime the zone for the for the Quester like so well. So so well. And the story just flows along with it perfectly.
2: Yeah, fully agree. So to whoever's listening this, please just go and play the zone again. Okay? Yeah, play through we've, play we've through talked it and actually it play through the now. story, yeah. Go play the zone again. Do yourself a favor. It's like it's well worth it. Even if you're taking your max level character, just like going through it again. It's just, like, it was honestly, like, one of the most fun things that I've done recently in WoW.
1: Have war mode off, because that's...
2: Yeah, have war mode off. Yeah, so it's so painful right time. now. Right. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're a lion's So,
0: the other thing I wanted to bring up, too, is that, um, and I found this out going back into it, because I never really read the book, because it's just, like, again, it's not something that appeals to older readers, but the Traveler, the Traveler series which was kind of like uh, Blizzard's introduction to like younger readers, um, like uh, stories and stuff like that. The main character's father, who's the, like uh, was based out a Lakeshire, is a famous adventurer from Lakeshire, um, and the story kind of deals with them like navigating through the Lakeshire or the Redridge area. So, if you want more kind of like Redridge exposure, like the Traveler series, of, or I think there's a series now, is. Um, kind of one to get involved with. I thought, I thought that was really cool. I, I found that out when I was kind of just like fully researching the zone. So if you want more of like the red, the red Ridge goodness, pick up, pick up traveler. But I think that ends it for this episode of Norganon. Warren, tell the people where to find us.
2: Yeah. Make, uh, make sure to tell your friends about uh, the Norganon podcast. Please leave us a five star review on any podcasting platform that you guys are listening to us on. And uh, please make sure to check us out at poppedoff.com and Twitter at popped underscore off. And, uh, yeah, get all your updates from us. We'll be here every, like, two weeks. And, yeah, over to you, James.
0: Perfect. So, yeah, guys, with that, that'll be it it for this week of Norgannon. We'll see you all back for the 1st of October for our next episode.